0: We're going live. Nope. We'll do it live! Woo! This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. It's Friday, gents. Guess what? I'm not hungover this time. <laughs> I know you're all sincerely disappointed, but I legit felt like I woke up on the wrong side of a dumpster last week, man. And I, and I can't let the Patreon happy hours get that rowdy again. Or can I? (laughs) Seriously, though, some of us are about to head into a very long weekend, especially those of us in in America. It's the weekend before Independence Day, baby. What better way to celebrate freedom than in between the sheets and clapping those cheeks? Y'all watching live better be sounding off in the live chat today. I know you're going to have questions for my guest. That's right. I have a guest, and he is none other than the legendary Eric Everhard, author of the international best-selling book, Unleash Your Sexual Superpowers, which I recommend all the time because in that book, Eric tells us how to read your girls' clit like Braille and how to breathe through your ears. That's that's <laughs> that's not part of his copy. Like that's how I actually think about it. So Eric is also an award-winning adult film star. He's a men's coach, not to mention just an all-around good dude. Let me tell you something. I first had Eric on the podcast last year sometime when his first book came out. And then since then on occasion, he will see things I post on Instagram, like, you know, books I'm reading for instance, and every now and then I'll get a random DM from porn legend, Eric Everhard telling me that if I like such and such a book, well that I really should check out X, Y book, Z book, right? Like <laughs> never in my mind, Did I or never in my life did I think that I would be getting book recommendations, tips on email list companies to use and other very valuable information from 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 a a guy like Eric Everhart. So I really appreciate it. He's a stand up guy. Anyway, Eric's new program, the Everhart Academy just launched. And after the break, I'll bring Eric on to talk about that. Before we get into that, though, let's just do our standard housekeeping. I'm going to try to keep this a little bit shorter than usual today because because uh, Eric's time is valuable. But uh, be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications like usual. Sound off in the live chat today. I know you guys are going to have questions. I know you guys are going to have questions. So, so be loud. We'll bring those questions up. Uh, follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Send super chats today. That always helps support the show. Get on my email list. I just moved my email list. Eric told me not to use Gumroad, but I'm using Gumroad for now just for the simplicity of it. But I'll I'll probably move to the one that he recommended later. But Mailchimp is terrible. Okay, Mailchimp was the worst possible idea to use for email lists. So I moved to Gumroad. It, it's 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 like a no brainer now. So go over there. Get on the email list. I'll send you some free stickers. Get on the Patreon. You can join for as little as $10. And it's also available as a free trial now. So check that out. I'll play a commercial for that, and then we'll we'll, uh, bring up Eric and what you guys really came for today. Are you tired of holding back your thoughts and opinions? Ready to let loose with like-minded men? Introducing the ultimate monthly video-based happy hour for men. Join us for an exclusive unfiltered experience where you can talk about women, cars, movies, and anything else on your mind. Best of all, it's not recorded and there's no censorship you can freely speak your mind without any worries. All you have to do is join my Patreon at tier number one, and you'll gain access to this one-of-a-kind gathering. Visit patreon.com slash manpod. That's patreon.com slash pod. Or click the link in the description. It's like the good old days when men would get together. and talk about man stuff without being bothered by women. Sometimes guys just need a good group of men to hang out with. It's good for our mental health. Don't miss out on the camaraderie and conversation. Join us today and let your voice be heard. Visit my Patreon page and sign up now. Cheers to freedom of speech and great company. All right. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, returning to the podcast is none other than Eric Everhart himself. What's going on today, Eric?
1: We are back. We are live. I like this. (laughs)
0: It's an interesting experience going live, you know, recording ahead of time is it's so much more relaxed and, you know, you can edit things, but live, is just like, we're going,
1: we're going. For all this. right. We're good. Well, <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> I'm here. I'm all yours. Things are good. You know, I'm back, uh, back home in, uh, in the Czech Republic. So I'm here in Prague. And, uh, yeah, as you alluded to, you know, just, uh, launched the new program that, uh, I think is a real game changer for men. So we can go into that. We can go into a bunch of other stuff because I also have a copy of my book that I'm going to be sending out for you in the next couple of weeks, my new book too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about that. Um, Man, I was so excited about this, right? I told told you last episode that my girlfriend nurse chick wanted to personally thank you for the information (laughs) in your first book. And then so, so she normally tunes into these. Right. She mm-hmm. normally tunes into these. But when I told her that you're coming back on this show, she said, I'm going to skip this one. You just show me what you guys talk about.
1: Aha. <laughs> I like it. I like it.
0: Fist bump, guys. Okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> woman that understands the power.
0: Yeah. She She knows exactly what you're talking about. Okay. So I went through your everhardacademy.com. The link is in the description, guys. I also pinned it in the live chat if you guys want to check that out. But um, one of the first things you mentioned in your promo video is that the biggest lie out there is uh, in the sex coaching space is that if you just learn to communicate better, you'll be successful in the bedroom. But you said that's, that's a myth. Why is that a myth?
1: Because it's not like you need to understand that when you understand how to read a woman's body. You don't need to communicate anything. Like, there's no amount of me talking to you or me listening to you that is going to make your pussy work for my dick. That's going to necessarily make my dick work for your type of pussy. You know, and I talk about this when I talk about uh, the the I theory realized, of alignment. I just
0: realized we're not at the eight minute mark, so we're probably going to get demonetized. So, guys, send those super chats. <laughs> <laughs> no, but go ahead, C- continue, continue.
1: Yeah, you know because i look at things through the lens of alignment right and it's what i call the lock and key theory so when you understand that there is fundamentally going to be one of the four types of pussies that feels better just of its own for you right and when you understand okay i know what i need to feel for for the from the clit i understand the principles of how women's bodies work well, now there is no, you know, quote unquote communication because let's, let's use NBA for an example, right? Maybe, maybe you decide you, you want to play in the NBA. How, how tall are you, Paul?
0: Uh, I'm five, nine, five ten on a tall day. Six is there any amount senior, of, is there you know? any
1: amount of communication that can make you seven feet tall?
0: No, <laughs> no
1: case closed. Right. So we're, all these pundits, all these gurus that want to say, oh, if you just communicate better, that's bullshit. You're selling a lie to people. It's not about communication. If you understand the fundamentals of how women's bodies work, you understand the techniques, you understand how to apply them, communication does not matter. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, right? That's an after effect because how many – you see this in the dating space. I'm sure you 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 talk about this all the time. I, I watch your stuff all the time. Right. Where there is the what women say they want and what women actually respond to. Mm -hmm. Well, you're dealing with the same thing in terms of women's bodies, right? Like when you understand what it is from a guy-centric viewpoint, what you need to pay attention to with the woman, then getting them off becomes quite easy. But if you don't, you know, women will have all these crazy ideas, like, you know, about how they want to be communicated to. And it's like, well, that's not what. Is going to, you know, give them the orgasm. Yeah, It's going to give them the orgasm is you feeling, because feeling is number one. you got to be able to feel what their body is doing, mm-hmm. and you need to understand what are the primary cues that you need to pay attention to. Because, you know, most guys, they go for what I call secondary cues, and those can lie to you. So...
0: Yeah, yeah. That's kind of one of the reasons why uh, this is kind of off on a tangent, but like marriage counseling doesn't work. You know, marriage counseling's all about, oh, you got to communicate better. Yeah, communicate harder, daddy. You know, that's not <laughs> and that's not how how attraction works, you know, but if you go from the Red Pill's pr- perspective, it's all about uh, regaining that attraction and what what made her attracted to you in the first place, getting back to that sort of thing. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You
1: know, what's funny that you just brought this up because I have a very good friend of mine who um, he he's really, really good with relationships. And he he got married and, you know, eventually his marriage fell apart. And he realized at the end and he was like, ah oh, I should have realized because he literally said to me, he goes, you know what? When she was complaining, complaining and we were fighting and all that, he goes, if I just bent her over and fucked the shit out of her, we'd probably still be married yeah literally <laughs> that was he He goes he goes and i it, it's like he had all the tools he needed just in the moment he forgot them mm-hmm. and then it went into the arguing it went into the communication it went into all this stuff that again it's not that wasn't the glue that was keeping them together it's like they were yeah. having fun they were fucking it was you know there was that you know seductive thing behind the relationship
0: yeah uh there's a guy in the space uh ryan stone he he says like hate hate your woman just a little bit so that way you can you can hate fuck her a little you know when, when she needs it so there's it's more to it than that but that's essentially what it gets down to we have a we do have a super chat here today which is good because uh this just shows totally be demonetized today nathan says two two dollar super chat you get you get this today man especially since since eric is on i'm just gonna say it this guy fucks am i right all right. <laughs> this guy. All right. So yeah, you so you talked about uh primary cues of a woman's mm-hmm. body. Can you give us, you know, like one example of a of a cue?
1: So so the number one that you're gonna be looking at is you're gonna be looking at the hardness of the clit. That's gonna be that's gonna be your number one, right? Mm-hmm. And then you guys, when
0: I say read her pussy like braille at the beginning, that's exactly what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, and 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 it is and one of the things that I teach my clients is I teach them, okay, what is it you need to be paying attention for? Because it can be a subtle art or it can be sort of in your face and you have to understand what do you, you know, what, what kind of clit are you dealing with? And this is part experiential, but it's part also just going into the interaction knowing, okay, here's what might happen. Right? So when I work with clients, I try and give them, okay, what, what are you feeling for? right because it could be a pea or it could be a grain of sand right and that's where you're starting from but when you've attuned your what i call tongue compass to be able to feel these things now even if it is like a grain of sand you're like okay still i've got it and now i can see what is it telling me mm-hmm. because it, it's it's going to tell you everything like that and that's why i emphasize so often Women are fucking easy. Pardon my French. To get off, because
0: we're after the eight minute mark. We're good.
1: Okay. (laughs) Because it it literally is. You know, the clip becomes the yellow brick road. You know, leading you to the Wizard of Oz, Mm -hmm. if you just pay attention. And most guys don't pay attention. You know, and they'll do either things that aren't going to work, or they do things that they've watched in a porno because. Where guys get it wrong, if they ever see pussy eating in a porno, is they don't understand that when we're doing it there, we are not doing it to get the woman off. Mm-hmm. We are cranking our head open to the camera and doing the most asinine stuff that I would never do, right? Except yeah. that there's a, there's a big camera in my face and they expect it. Right. For my own movies, when I used to produce my own, I would never show anything because I'm like, I'm just getting the girl off because I understood mentally what it would do for the woman, right? Mm -hmm. Give her a quick orgasm. She forgets the cameras here, we can get a better scene. Mm -hmm. So I would never show it. But you know, most producers, they want to see it. And so your head is cranked to the side, your tongue is doing stupid things. And guys look at that and they say, Okay, that that must be how it is. It's like, no, man, that's not gonna work. That is not gonna work, right? You're not gonna be able to feel anything. You're not going to have the right sort of um, techniques, right? You're not gonna have the right kind of pressure. And you're not gonna have the right kind of speed and you yeah. know those are the three things that you end up changing or altering technique speed pressure and then feeling and calibration
0: yeah yeah that was that was a a, a big thing that i got from your from your first book was that uh, like women could fake orgasms pretty easily women are good at it but they can't fake uh their arousal of the clit so no. as, as, as long as if, if she's not aroused down there, you know, you're not doing your job right. You got to recalibrate.
1: Exactly. And, you know, part of mastery, and this is one of the things that that I talk about in my new book, you know, part of mastery is understanding when to pivot, mm-hmm. because there's two sides to the equation that guys sometimes can struggle with. And this is where, again, with experience and knowing and trusting your techniques pays dividends because you could be doing the right speed pressure technique and this girl just might take eight minutes, 10 minutes, right? Whereas your girlfriend before was three minutes. Mm -hmm. But you have the right speed. You have the right pressure. You have the right technique. Now it's the same thing like, you know, if you were, you know you're you're in Colorado there. Imagine you're going to drive to uh, l a and mm-hmm. you get in your you know you get in your car, but you know, fuck, your GPS is off one percent. Well, mm-hmm. you know over over that time, right, we're we 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 thought we were going to be getting to the right location, but we're not, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know it's like if you're if you have the right GPS, but your timing is wrong, You might think, well, it's going to take me seven hours to get to LA and it's actually going to take you 12. Mm -hmm. So if you just kept going straight, you'd eventually get there. But you think like, oh, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. So you decide, well, I I must have taken a wrong turn. And then you're like, you veer the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And so, so many guys end up doing that as well because they're unsure and they're not paying attention to the holy grail, which is that clitoral engagement. Because if that's there, man, you are on the right path. Mm -hmm. Don't deviate until either that starts to go away or there's some other, you know, because you can notice that too. You can have the engagement and then it starts to wane and then it comes back and you're like, okay, something needs to change. Mm -hmm. And so knowing when you got to change is very key because if, if you have the engagement, stay with it. Until something drastically tells you to change, because if you if you pivot too early, because you think, oh man, it hasn't happened in three minutes, man, you you could be now, you know, you're on the promised land, and now you've just veered off, and now you're never going to get there.
0: Yeah, and that's a big problem for women too. I think women complain about that a lot. Where guys get, they're almost there, they're almost there, stay there, keep keep doing that, keep doing that, and the guys do something, they change it up, and then they're like, what the fuck? Like they, it's like they, you have to start from zero at that point. (laughs) which is so frustrating exactly but and that's
1: (laughs) that's why you know it in in the towel eating pussy i have a chapter called anatomical similarities and i break down exactly how similar your dick actually is to the clit Mm -hmm. right because there are principles within there principles within there that can allow you to look at your own body and use those same things to get her off. And one of them that I use all the time is like, man, how many of us have been having a great blow job before? You know, maybe the girl's doing the hand twist. She's got the right speech, got the right suction. You're so close. And she fucking goes and wipes her nose or she changes the hand position. She does something and you're like,
0: ah, I yeah. was
1: so close. And now you're a million miles away. And I'm like, you don't think it's the same for them? Mm-hmm. If you have the right thing, don't stop, don't deviate, don't change anything. Just stay the course, and it's going to work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We got another super chat. Thank God. <laughs> 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 oh, Thor sent this. You get, you get, uh, you get this too. You, actually, you get this, Thor. Appreciate that, man. Keeping keeping this this ship afloat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> keep the keep the dream alive.
0: So, oh, you said, uh, so if guys understand all the cues, uh, your video also says that guys could probably bring their girl to orgasm probably about uh, 85% of the time. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, because you're going to have, you know, and this is based off of everything that I've seen for the last 25 years. You're going to have some girls that either can only get off through penetration, then you're going to have some girls that, for whatever reason, Can't seem to focus, so they find it very difficult to get off. And then you'll have some girls that have, you know, they have psychological traumas, they have other things going on where they can't achieve orgasm, or you're going to have a small percentage where for unknown reasons they can't achieve it and they've never been able to achieve it themselves. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I'm looking at the big majority, yeah, I mean, 85% at least, you can get off no problem. It's just about understanding, okay, what are my techniques? And what am I feeling for? Because the feeling thing is always the big key. When you have that, it, it, again, it's like what you said. It's like reading Braille. You know, once you understand how to read Braille, it's easy. Once you understand how to speak a language, it becomes easy. And the pussy does have its own language.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, it has its own language. Oh. Yeah. One thing guys need to know before buying this course is that it's not just you giving like a PowerPoint presentation, like most courses out there. Like you, you legit have real women in your videos and you're actually performing these techniques on women while also explaining what you're doing. Right. Yeah. So you sent me one talking about the cross T technique when eating Mm -hmm. pussy. That technique is legit guys. Um, I learned that from your first book. Now my question for you is: Is it hard to explain the techniques and perform what you got to perform at the same time? I mean, you are you are you are you've been doing this for twenty five years. Yeah, but.
1: no, you know what? It was easy. I'll tell you what, though. The um, the ladies were laughing, right? Because uh-huh. you know, as soon as we started filming, they're like. Oh my God, you're able to sit there and explain and then go back to eating pussy, then come back, explain what you're doing. Because as you saw, I sent you, I sent you the, the not safe for work clips, right? Yeah. (laughs) And that's what I really want to, well, that's also what I want to impress upon people. You know, often, you know, of course, everybody's talking about bring the receipts, bring the receipts. Well, what else you want me to bring you? They're naked. I'm there. I'm doing it. I'm showing you in real time not only what to do, how to do it, but then I also explain why I'm doing it because there's a big piece of the why behind it, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a why why the cross-T technique works.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the, the receipts thing in the manosphere is hilarious because uh, a vast majority of us in the, in, the, in the space, I mean, we could give you a number, you know, we can say, oh, we've had this body count or whatever, but there's no way to verify it. But you've been doing this for 25 years on camera. It can be verified, guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's only it's only a Google search away. Right. And, you know, and that's that's why I when I created the Academy, I really wanted to create something that would allow guys to concretely understand what i was talking about because i've had people that have read my books and people that i have done work with and i can explain it to them but for some guys it doesn't register because they're like man i don't quite understand what you're talking about with positioning like where what are your hands doing what what is your tongue doing and so i was like no i'm going to create something that leaves no stone unturned
0: mm-hmm. so
1: when you see it you're like you know because uh, the guys that have seen it they just go bam oh now i understand Mm-hmm. I understand what you're talking about with the technique. Now I can go out and I can execute right away.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. It Speaking of what, this sort of uh, off topic, but I think we were chatting uh, in, on on DM, but you're going to some conference and you're going to be doing this live too, right?
1: Yeah, I'm going to be doing a, a, a live workshop in uh, Colombia. Right. So um, uh, you may have heard of him. Uh, he's a pickup dating coach from a long time ago, uh, Steve Maeda and uh he's he's gonna be doing a workshop with men and so i'm coming along and i'm gonna teach the uh the pussy eating so but you're actually going
0: to have a have a girl there and you're oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, i'm flying
1: i'm flying a girl out
0: there and and
1: i'm gonna do uh, a whole lecture series and then we're gonna get naked and i'm gonna show them exactly what we're doing
0: that's crazy man that's awesome (laughs)
1: Yeah, oh, I, I mean, only but, but, Eric, guys,
0: only Eric, only but, Eric. But that's
1: how shit. you're going to learn, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. how you're going to learn. You know, I mean, you, you can't just sit there in the world of theory. You got to say, OK, well, I'm I'm going to show you I'm going to, you know, I, 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 I like to use the euphemism. Uh, I'm going to drag you across the finish line. Mm-hmm. Right? You yeah, know, yeah. So one way or another, man, you are going to be successful in the bedroom. <laughs> I'll fucking make sure of it. You know, and that's that's sort of my, you know, the, the way that I look at it.
0: yeah i uh this is a side topic but it just made me think of it but um my my girlfriend uh nurse chick she's also a a fitness competitor so she she you know she's in the gym a lot and stuff like that but she hates cardio and uh she decided she wanted to do a, a mud run with me and so i went and did a mud run with her a couple months ago or maybe a month and a half ago i can't remember when but but she was dying, right? She was dying at the end. And I was like, look, the finish line's like right up there. It's like 20 yards, you know? And so I just grabbed her hand and I was just drug her across. She's like, no, no, I'm, I'm I'm, done. I'm done. I'm like, the finish line's there. It's right there. And I pulled her across the line. It's actually pretty funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's, what you're,
0: that's what you're doing with your clients. You're just, no, no, yeah. it's right there.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, it, it, because here's the thing. It's like. That ability to be good, to be great, to be a master in bed—you know—it holds a ton of cachet value. You know, we we were dealing with with some people on on Twitter. You know, they're they're talking about oh, eating pussy is for simp's. Blah blah blah. I'm like, mm. man, you got no skills at it then, because mm. I can tell you from personal experience, I've had some women do some crazy ass shit simply to get that again. Yeah, right, like. Yeah you, you, you can really separate yourself from the rest of the guys if your sexual skills are on point. It's just a fact.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's why a, wouldn't you? There's a lot of guys in this space that uh, you know, they sort of they'll bring up articles of these um, uh, you know, female prison guards, right? That that are like helping guys break out and stuff like that. They're not doing that because they're all tw- they're you know, they're just like they're just in love and this guy just just talking sweet nothings to them, like. No, th- those guys are laying, laying it down. Right. And she's just like, she's addicted to that shit now. <laughs> like a crack addict. Um, yeah. So, so you, uh, one of the clips that you sent me and um uh, trying to keep it safe for YouTube. Uh, although I think we're <laughs> past the point of no return, but, um, but let's call it, let's call it backdoor action with your girl. You said mm-hmm. that you could do that sort of thing with your girl without any kind of preparation, but there are some consequences. Eric, mm-hmm. what what are these co- consequences that you speak of? <laughs>
1: Well, as I as I put it in the uh, in the video succinctly, I said, "Well, you know, shit happens, right?" <laughs> and and it's not that you can't, you know, like in in the academy, I go through and I I teach the entire protocol from um, from a medical perspective, from a cleaning perspective, from an eating perspective, stuff that you can have your girl do, so that if you you know if you're a fiend for anal sex, you could do it as. Clean as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Now
1: doesn't matter. You know, she might be the world's greatest cleaner. You can always have a problem. Mm-hmm. And so what I like guys to understand is that first of all, nothing matters more than your attitude. You're in, in that situation, your attitude is everything. Because mm-hmm. if you you know make a face, you're like, oh gross, uh eh, eh, you know, you're dying. She is going to be mortified. She's already mortified. She shit on you. Like, let's call it what it is, right? She's going to be mortified. Um, Your correct way of being needs to be absolutely stoic. You gotta be like, you get shit on every day and it's no problem. You just wipe that thing up super fast and you go right back into action without giving her mind a chance to go to a dark place. Mm-hmm. You want to keep that sexual energy moving. Um, and that's that's so key. So one of the things that, that I'll talk to clients about is like, look, be honest with yourself if you can do that. Because if you can't, then backdoor action may not be something you should be engaging in. Because, you know, if you act a certain way, the chance that she's going to ever do that again, next to nil, next to nil.
0: But Eric, I thought girls don't poop. Girls everyone Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Paul,
1: (laughs) after twenty five years, I will tell you that they do, okay? What? This is craziness. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. We got- oh, if, 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 if we had a dollar for every time I've been shit on, I'd be rich right now. Okay.
0: <laughs> That's terrible. My but, God. but, uh, but yeah. I hear you. Uh, we got a couple other super chats. Nathan sent another one here. You get, you get another, you get the bullet. Oh, club. Four, four, four,
1: four, four. <laughs>
0: uh, we got another, we got a $10 one here from Mike. Mike gets, uh, this one because i'm just gonna say it this guy fucks am i right, am I right? he definitely fucks with that <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> all right so switching switching gears here uh another one you sent me you were demonstrating how to suck on a woman's nipples uh one method was for sensation the other was to create excitement now how as a total noob do you know which one to pick in the moment
1: well if we really kind of step back, it's like, okay, well, what, what do you want to create in the moment? Mm -hmm. So I sort of frame it from, from the guy's perspective, because, you know, if you're the painter and if you were to look at the woman as the canvas, okay, what what do you want to create today? Sort of ask yourself that question, right? So you can feel into the mood, but then you're also going to be leading the mood. So it's like, okay, do I want to create sensation do i want to create excitement because and and it's not just in the terms of sucking the nipples but it's in terms of everything that you do right you can be soft and sensual when you make out with a woman or you can grab her by the back of the head and you bring her in and you make out with her super hard and fast and then push her away
0: Mm
1: -hmm. one's creating sensation the other's creating excitement so you can dance between those all throughout the, the 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 sexual interaction and i think it's good to be able to embody different archetypes right i always say like you know you've got you got a bunch of different archetypes you know you've got the 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 sensual lover you've got the crazy spontaneous guy you've got the power fucker right and if you can at least switch between those roles on occasion now you're bringing a new energy And you're not bringing boredom to the bedroom. Mm -hmm. It's not that you got to do it all the time. But, you know, if you can throw a girl off once in a blue moon, like I would do this stuff all the time, not all the time, but I would do it quite frequently. And the girls never knew it was coming. You know, I remember lots of times I'd be out with uh, with a girlfriend and we'd be in a park, we'd be somewhere and I would just seize the moment and I would just... I just grab them and throw them up against the face and start, you know, up against the fence, start making out with them, Mm -hmm. rub their pussy, and then just keep walking. Just like (laughs) nothing had happened. And they're just like, what? Right, but, you know, but they're like, they don't know if next time we go to the park, is is he going to do that? Is he not? Mm -hmm. Right, and you keep them on their toes. So I find it's very useful to bring some elements of spontaneity, some elements of danger. Not all the time, but you don't want to be really stuck in a rut because, you know, I, I saw you you posted something about um dead bedrooms,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: And I think that's a big piece, too. It's like, well, the guy's not leading, right? He's not showing his interest. He's waiting for the girl to do something, which is, you know, very few are actively going to do something, even if they, you know, love the hell out of you. Like, they're still waiting, like, oh, is he going to initiate something? And if you're not, you know, that's a big part of why I think bedrooms just die. Either yeah. the girl's bored or you're just not initiating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that I honestly on, on my journey, I, <clears throat> I had to learn, I had to learn like, Hey man, if you want sex more, initiate more, you know? And then also it is pretty easy to, to end up doing the same, same old thing in the bedroom all the time. And so it's, it's important to switch things up a lot. And, uh, and, and I talk about like, you know setting the tone taking the lead in a relationship but uh like your your book was really good about talking about how men need to actually set the tone and take the lead in the bedroom too and women actually want to be led in the bedroom and um so yeah it's uh it's something it's a skill that guys need to have in all areas even in the bedroom for sure yeah,
1: yeah and that that brings us back to you know why do you want to have these good skills well why do people get addicted to things Mm -hmm. because they're enjoyable right so Mm -hmm. here you want a girl who wants to fuck you all the time well that's going to be that she's having lots of orgasms and she's addicted to doing it because trust me if you're never getting her off yeah it's real quick she's gonna be like fuck this is a waste of my time
0: Mm -hmm. i
1: don't want to do this i'm not getting anything out of it right and that's why your skills matter because you want to be having more sex and you want her to want your dick Right. Like a fundamentally at the end of the day, it goes back to, you know, genuine desire, but genuine desire has multiple levels to it. Cause you know, there's a girl that can desire you as a boyfriend, but then there's a girl that desires to fuck you all the time. And they mm-hmm. are different. They are different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, Man, so many guys get get hung up on uh, the idea of hypergamy, right? And they're like, "Oh, yeah, she's just going to she's just going to use you for your money, and then she's going to fuck some other guy." Well, yeah, she's going to just use you for your money if you're the beta guy, but if but but because women want to fuck the alpha guy, you know. But if you could do both and then uh, optimize your your alpha side, then you're sexually desirable, and she feels that uh, that comfort. Uh, you know, from you at the same time, like that's the best of both worlds, you know? So, um, so you have a, you have a course in your academy on mastering your mind. Um, Mastering one's mind is so important in all areas of our lives, not just the bedroom, but, but what do you mean by mastering your mind when it comes to the bedroom?
1: So when I look at mastering your mind, it's like, okay, how can we remove all the negative thoughts? How can we focus on the task at hand? How can we allow ourselves to not feel any guilt, not feel any shame, not feel any anxiety? If we have anxiety, which can happen, my God, I've dealt with it before, right? In that video clip that I sent you in the town square, I was dying from anxiety. And that's why I use it as a teaching thing to show what can happen. Because, Mm. you know, in that clip, I'm in a town square filled with tourists. I get a hard on police are across the street watching. They did come to arrest me later. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all it's all committed to tape. And I teach guys exactly my process to get through that because I've found over the last twenty five years there is a process to do it. and when you when you have not only belief in yourself and your penis, but you create conditions that create positive feedback loops in your brain. And now you know that cycle starts to build on itself, right One of the things I talk about often is the hint of blood phenomenon. Why does it matter? Because we're creating those positive feedback loops. we're we're creating verifiable proof that your dick works. and that's one of the things that you know when guys go into the bedroom, I always say, I always say to my clients, you know, the, the the two worst words you can ever utter are I hope. Like I hope should just be banned from the lexicon of everybody because you go into the sexual interaction presupposing it's going to go bad. I hope I last long enough, right? Mm-hmm. I hope I get hard. I hope, I hope, I hope. It's like, well, hope isn't what you want. What you want is some sort of certainty. So we want to create some sort of conditions that are at least going to give you that fundamental belief because Mm -hmm. belief is everything, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's why I I like the the town square video sort of as a, as a teaching tool, because, you know, think about the four minute mile. Remember at first, nobody could run the four minute mile. It was like this, it's never going to happen ever. And then, I can't remember the person that did it, but one person ran, you know, the mile in four minutes. And I think it was three weeks later, the next person did. Mm -hmm. And then after that, after that, after that, right. You know, this impossible, impossible thing to do was now being broken by people regularly because they had belief. They thought, oh man, somebody did it. I can do it too. Mm -hmm. And that's what I try to, you know, give to my clients is that, that belief. Look, follow these steps. You can see exactly. I break down how I do it. Follow them. You will overcome this,
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I learned, I learned that from Bob Proctor that, uh, that the, the guy that Kennedy went to about putting a man on a moon, he said, what, what mm-hmm. will it take? And, and the guy said, the sheer belief that we can do it. That's, that's what it will take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's it, it. That's a good thing, too. Yeah. Sometimes people just need to see an example of it being done and now they'll know that it can be done and then they'll do it. Yeah. But otherwise, until then, they have a lot of self-limiting beliefs that they have to get over um, a lot of times, which is I mean, it it that by itself, uh, you know. It's pretty easy to reprogram once you, once you identify what those self-limiting beliefs are. You know, the trick is identifying those, those self-limiting beliefs so you know to take actions to change it.
1: Yeah, and, and that's why when I work with clients, I say, okay, well, let's look, you know, because they'll say, well, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to get hard or I'm struggling this. Let's slow it down. Let's break down where exactly in the chain of events is this is happening. What is the thought going on in your brain at that exact moment, at that chain of events? Because for some guys, you know, they may be struggling, you know, before the date. Other guys, it's only as soon as they got to pull their dick out. Other guys, they'll be fine up until they got to penetrate. Then everything goes south. So it's like, okay, well, let's break down exactly where it's happening. Let's find out what you're doing. Let's find out what thoughts are going on in your head. Now we have something tangible that we can start to work with.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, um, and this this goes hand in hand with what we're talking about here. But uh, but two of your mo- modules in particular, I think, will help out a lot of guys. Uh, you have a mastery and control of the erection and uh, making your penis last forever. So, you also mentioned biohacking your body in the promo video. Mm-hmm. Um, what is biohacking?
1: So, for instance when I look at how to last as long as you want, right? It is a multifaceted process that I do. Like I'm, I'm a firm believer that anybody can overcome premature ejaculation, but it, it takes a multifaceted approach. You know, I don't think there is any quick pill. There's no one technique, you know, when I've overcome it throughout my career, that's where I created these different, you know, sort of biohacking things, right? So you've got, you've got, um, working with your testicles, right? You've got pain, you've got, um, supplements, you've got positioning, you've got depth, there's all these things. And they are things aside the supplements that you can use in the moment to make a change. Mm -hmm. So I call it, I call it the dirty biohacks because you know, you're in the middle of the sexual act. You're doing it. And then all of a sudden, boom, the urge strikes you where you're like, oh my God, I'm I'm on the precipice of orgasm. And it's like, well, now these are things you can do to circumvent that instantly and give yourself another 30 seconds, another minute, maybe even two minutes, right? But when we start looking at the totality of the sexual act, right, and this is something that I really discovered through seeing how male performers, not even just myself, but all my um, coworkers go through that. And this is where I determined the the magical five minute marker. And I call it the five minute marker because for most guys, if they were struggling with premature ejaculation and they were in a scene, if they could make it to five minutes,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Now their body would accustom would become accustomed to the pussy. Their dick would desensitize enough that now it was like, it was like a wild stallion that they broke. Right. Mm-hmm. It was really that, that was the 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 analogy. It was like they broke the stallion. Now you could ride it. And now it's like, okay, now I have control. But that 0.2 seconds to five minutes, that's the danger zone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so by utilizing the dirty biohacks, you can get yourself to that five minute marker. Now, there are also long term things that I use with clients in terms of altering their neurology, supplement regimes, uh, penis exercises, all that that can affect on the long term. But when it comes to like in the moment, that's what the Dirty Biohacks are for. They are there to give you that extra 30 seconds, that extra minute so that you can make to that five minute marker and then start to get agency.
0: Uh, what what kind of penis exercises are we talking about here? We talk about like lifting dumbbells. I well, like, what are we doing? Sort of,
1: <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Um, I teach guys a, a a version of Kegel exercises where where weight is mm. used, and so we're building up to weight. Um, and uh, that can allow. I find that having that tonicity allows you to be able to last longer in the moment, right? And then there's also a procedure that I take guys through, which I, which I call conscious masturbation, right? So in conjunction with the conscious masturbation and then the Kegel exercises, and these are things that we're doing daily because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like anything, you got to strengthen, you got to strengthen the muscle. You got to keep your penis accustomed to sensation,
0: Mm -hmm. right? You know, a
1: lot of guys are, are thinking like, well, you know, I can just not do anything and I'm magically going to be a God in bed. It's like, no, you got to have an athlete's mentality.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's another, that's another section in your course too. What, uh, What, what do you mean by athlete's mentality?
1: Well, let's look at example. Like, uh, you, do you think, uh, LeBron James or, or Tom Brady is, uh, just loafing around all year. And then, uh, you know, it's like. It's like Tom Brady sits there, eats Doritos and hot dogs all preseason, never throws a ball, mm-hmm. waits, his, his backup gets to the Super Bowl somehow, and then halftime of the Super Bowl, Tom's like, hey, coach, put me in. I haven't mm-hmm. thrown a ball in six months. I'm fat. I'm out of shape. I'm a slob. Put me in. I'm going to win the game.
0: Mm-hmm. No chance. No chance.
1: <laughs> Wait right? a second. Did,
0: didn't Babe Ruth do that? Was it? Right? Wasn't that his method? The, the hot you know, dogs and beer strategy? No, I
1: mean, I mean, if you you can't treat your body poorly and then expect that it is going to respond when when the game matters the most, mm-hmm. right? But it's like if you have that athlete's mentality, right? So in terms of your you're training your body, you're training your penis, you're taking your supplements, you're doing everything so that you can perform at your best. Well, multiple things are going to happen right? First off, your body's going to function as good as it possibly can. And when you go into the sexual interaction, you are confident. You you can say, okay, I've done everything possible versus you go in and you're, again, you're in that headspace of, I hope it works, right? We don't Mm -hmm. want hope. I want certainty. And what I preach to my clients is I want to give you certainty. So you go in and you say, you know what? I know how my body works. And I know I've got the tools, if anything goes awry, I've got the tools to bring myself there because there is also, you know, very much a, a mental component of, of erections too, right? And you, you remember this from my first book where I talk about you having two separate types of hard-ons, right? The psychological and the physical. Mm -hmm. Most guys have them collapsed into one, but when you understand that they are two completely different separate types of hard-ons, well, now you've got a lot of agency because through the power of your mind, you can literally will that physical erection to get there, Mm -hmm. right? It's very much that David Goggins thing, you know, if, if you ever read his first book, Can't Hurt Me, where he talks about the power of the mind and how people give up at 40%. And I've seen that. I mean, I've I've done it. Where I, even myself, after I was like, "How the hell did I get hard?" And it was yes. re- literally like, "Okay, I know the process. I can do this, and I'm going to will this thing to happen." And it did. So I'm a firm believer that that you can make it happen if if the power of your mind is focused, and you are laser focused on the sensations, and you're laser focused on creating that white noise where nothing is bothering you and you are just zeroed in on what you're doing.
0: Yeah. You actually talk about that in the first book too. uh, a a specific porn scene where like the director didn't get the money shot like two times in a row or something. And so like on the third one, you're like, give me my lube. Let's do this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh man. That's a story. (laughs) I I should tell your listeners that one. We were in the Dominican Republic. Now, mind you, we're in the middle of nowhere, right? So I'm going to paint the picture because it was a rough day that day. So we are basically on this island. And first of all, we get there and the locals told us, oh, there's going to be like shade. There's no shade. It's all hot sun, which doesn't work for filming unless we go into where the the trees are. So we go in there. Of course, there are these little, um, they were like little circular barbs that had fallen from the trees. And so I realized, well, the only way we're going to do this is if I lay down into these barbs. So I have all these little barbs stuck in my back as I'm fucking this girl, right? Mm -hmm. So we do that. You know, we finish the scene, start to go for the cum shot. My buddy, Mike, just picks the barbs out of the back of my back. We go by the water because obviously it was, you know, stunning coast. And he's like, okay, we're going to do the cum shot here. I said, okay, great. And he set the aperture in his camera fixed because of what was going on. So, of course, that means nobody can move. So we go for the cum shot. Uh, uh, uh. And instead of staying still, the girl comes up. So Mike's got to adjust his camera, blows out white. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't see anything from the cum shot, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, and he just looks at me because now he's angry. He's like, but he knows me. He goes, Everhart, can can you do a second one? I said, all right, okay, no problem. So five minutes later, like, you ready? Yeah, bam. And I've never seen him so angry. I mean, he takes off his hat and he throws it on the ground and he's stomping on it and he just yells out, fuck, I was on pause. Yeah. Because the problem was he didn't shut off the camera and he thought he did. So when we went to record, he pressed record, which actually was pause. Mm-hmm. And so then he, he was just flustered. And I just remember turning to him and I said, I said, don't worry, get me my lube. And he just ran up to get the ball of lube and I was like, and it was, it was just digging deep because, you know, that was my third one in 15 minutes. Right. And it's not easy, you know, because you're, you're trying to overcome, you're trying to tap into sensations. You're trying to overcome, you know, all the hormones that, you know, are trying to have you go into a refractory period. So you're trying to overcome all these things, right. Mm -hmm. But it is possible, but it, it really is. It is utter focus on what you're doing and and it is it is the power of the will it is the will to make it happen you know so if your will is strong you can do amazing things in the bedroom i i'm a, such a firm believer in it now just because of what i've experienced like with my own aisles
0: speaking of speaking of that uh this is kind of not in your course but i've heard that if you eat celery that's supposed to increase volume is that true you, I
1: don't know, I think it's bullshit.
0: You think that's bullshit? Yeah. Are there any supplements that guys could take though to increase volume like that?
1: Arginine can help a little bit, you know. But in in my experience, right, and I've seen a lot. Um, the guys that have you know massive loads, it's genetic. Mm. It is full on genetic, right? Because I've worked beside these guys time and time and time and time again, and it's like you know the guys that have massive loads have mass loads every time the guys that don't don't mm-hmm. right um like i said arginine i found can be can be a little bit of a bonus uh zinc can be somewhat helpful manganese can help a little bit too right but but there there is no magic pill right okay. you know what i mean i okay. i think that's the, you know you get companies out there that are you know, saying, oh, this is the magic pill. They're, they're just trying to steal your money as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot and, you know.
0: And the salary thing, is. not complete nonsense.
1: As far as I'm concerned, yeah, complete nonsense.
0: Okay, I'm just curious. I'm just curious what you thought about that is. Um, <laughs> one thing I, I like about your, uh, your academy is that you actually give people assignments to apply what they've learned. You know, most online courses don't have that. Why did you decide that was important?
1: Well, because there's different aspects of learning, right? It's like you go and you watch a video. Well, have you really gone deep into how that video affects you? right? And so that's why I was like, okay, I want I want people to not only have the knowledge ingrained, but I want them to be able to apply the knowledge to their own specific situations. So in the different um, in the different assignments that we have, some things are quizzes, but other things are simply questions where they are thought provoking and I mm-hmm. want guys to go into their own psyche into their own past and start to you know uncover, okay, where are things going wrong because you know sometimes if we if we have the right question and the right prompt and we can sit there and and start to deconstruct it ourselves, we can now start to see, oh, you know that's where I've been going wrong or that's what I was doing. But until you start to, you know, think about it, you've, it's never been something that's been top of mind. So when I go through all the exercises, you know, some of it is just to ingrain the knowledge into the, uh, into the clients. And then other things, I want them to really be thinking about how do these things apply to their own lives? What's happened in their life? Has there been some traumas that they need to overcome? Have there been instances where they've been in a specific situation, and they handled it wrong. And now I'm showing them how they need to handle it correctly. Because then they can say, Oh, you know what, I did that when I was, you know, 10 years ago, didn't work, I see how I got to be doing it today. Or, you know, even in terms of the pussy eating, you know, often, I'll ask guys, right? And, and it's funny, not funny, but I'll say, Well, what are you paying attention to? And literally all of them go, I don't know. I said well mm-hmm. that's why you're not being successful. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: That's why you're not being successful because if you're just going out there and you're just, you know, licking licking around like a dog licks a bowl of water without any <clears throat> without any conscious thought, without any goal, without any sense of using your tongue compass to feel what's happening, you're not going to be successful. And that's that's why women that's why women get so disappointed and you'll have some women that'll say, Oh no, just, just have sex with me. Right. Because they've been disappointed by guys and they, they don't feel that you are going to be able to give them the orgasm.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of guys, it's such a prevalent thing to hear this, but they, they, you know, the, the alphabet technique, like say the alphabet down there. oh uh, God, but, but one thing I learned from your, your book specifically, and this goes back to like all the stuff we talked about earlier about eating yeah. pussy is, uh, is you got to be like the, the, was it the Hitachi? Is that right? Is it the, the,
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You got to learn from, you learn from vibrators.
0: Yeah. How women, how women use vibrators that will, uh, that will allow you to be better at at going down Mm -hmm. on her. Um, we're almost at an hour here. I only have a couple more questions here, but you, you mentioned that when people are done with your course, um, they will have the confidence in every aspect of their lives, from the bedroom to the boardroom. How does being a master of sex give you more confidence in your business life?
1: Well, because sexual excellence, it permeates into every part of your life. I, you know, I always look at it this way. Your confidence in the bedroom becomes almost like the base level floor right? In terms of almost masculinity, because I'm sure you've seen this too, right? Like you, you, I know so many guys that you would think, or who project that they are super, you know, alpha or whatever, confident, all this stuff, right? Yeah. Till they got to take the pants off, Mm -hmm. right? I was, I was just talking about this recently. This is kind of another funny story that you'll love. Um, This was, oh my God, I think it was 2004, 2005, we're going back away. And I was in Mexico on uh, on a spring break um, movie uh, uh, shoot, right? Mm-hmm. So they take a bunch of us down to spring break to Mexico and they, they were shooting a movie. Now, there was a girl there who, she wasn't part of our crew, but she was an ex-porn star that I knew, right? She was an ex-vivid girl. And but she was with her boyfriend because he was running some of the spring break uh, party stuff, and so she was just hanging out there. And uh, she grabs me in the afternoon, and she's like, "She's like, Eric, come on, I want to enter this drinking contest with you." And I'm like, "Okay, sure, no problem, right?" Like, what do we got to do? And she just looks at me in the eyes, and she goes, "And I want to win." And I just remember looking at her, I said, "Uh huh, okay, I got you." Don't worry. <laughs> so here was the game, right? Like we, there was this um, table on the beach with all these uh, glasses of beer, and everybody had to line up in, a, in one big line. And the idea was you had your partner. So it was everybody was guy, girl, guy, girl, guy, girl. And you had to run into the water, change bathing suits, and then run back, chug the beer, and whoever won was the winner, right? Okay. And I remember you know it's like oh, okay i'm in shape but i'm not like some track star right and i remember looking to the left of me and it was there was this black guy built like a brick shit house i mean just phenomenal right and i think he was uh he looked like he was running back for cuz he i think he was from ucla or something right mm. and so i mean you know i'm just looking around at these these dudes and i'm like i ain't out- outrunning none of these guys right that's for sure and um uh, And these are the guys you would think, oh, man, they should be supremely confident. Mm -hmm. Not once we got into the water. so they had to
0: to change their bathing suit.
1: So we take (laughs) off, right? We take off, go into the water. And I had already thought this out, right? So Dayton, she's like taking off her, uh, her top. She's taking off her bottoms. She throws them to me. I take off my shorts. I throw my shorts to her. Now, you know, she just puts her arm over her tits and she's got my shorts. So for her, it was real easy Mm because the struggle was all these guys right yeah and she throws me her bathing suit I grab it and I tuck it under my hand like a football and I go straight up Heisman towards the beach man and I'm just running naked right because nobody said I had nobody said I had to wear it they just said we had to exchange so So and you're watching these guys that are these alpha players right
0: yeah
1: I mean they are so guilt ridden shame ridden trying to get tuck their dicks into these little things and i'm just freewheeling and you you should have seen it because it was really hilarious because everybody on the beach was like
0: parting the red
1: sea they're like oh my god and my fucking just naked
0: like, guys running at us right now oh <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, yeah but i mean i got there i chugged the beer we won and you know there there was nobody even a close second because you know they're all trying to figure out how do we pack our dicks into this little bathing suit thing right and that and and that's what i mean it's like there there is that piece of of that that floor of your confidence that that it does permeate into other areas of your life
0: mm-hmm.
1: because i think you you can't at least i've never seen a way to necessarily separate um sexuality for masculinity. It's part of us, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's part of what makes us men. And you want to be confident in that because, you know, if we look at it, like, why do guys like money? Why do they like power? Why do they like status? All these things. Well, it's still coming down to pussy. Yeah, it's still coming down to that, right? So it's like, if you have all those things and you are not confident in your ability to deliver in the bedroom, then you're missing out. And it's going to be that thing nagging in the back of your head all the time.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's one thing that uh a lot of guys just getting into the space don't understand you know they're sort of ashamed of their sexuality because we're you know we're told like the you know the whole toxic masculinity thing uh and and so a lot of guys sort of try to repress that they're like oh i'm not i'm not like that i'm i i like you for your mind honey it's like no you want to talk to her because you think she's hot and you want to fuck and once you embrace that you'll actually do better with women because women um i had a A friend of mine, she's been on the podcast a a bunch of times, gorgeous girl, um, her name's Morgan May, and she says that when she's on a date with a guy that's just sort of exuding sexuality, like she can feel it, it's palpable, and that really draws her in, and it's like, yeah, that's because the guy owns it, the guy owns that he wants to fuck, you know, Uh, women really do respond well to that. Eric, this has been a really fun conversation, man. Um, I linked to your course uh, below in the description and in the live chat. I've got it pinned there. But but where can people find your course and find you online?
1: Yeah, well, they can find the course at uh, everhardacademy.com. And I have a special for your viewers. So if they use the coupon code, come on, man, 25, they'll get 25% off the first month of the academy and there's uh there's only 25 of those spaces available so
0: oh, okay i'll i'll, I'll put that in the description uh, after we're done here yeah. um and then you also said you have a you have a new book coming out the tau of eating Pussy. I, lo- I love that title man um so that's coming up too right
1: yep that'll be coming out in uh in the next few months um for the the people that got on the list uh, the pre-sale list for the Academy, they're getting a free copy as well as you. Um, so I'm going to be sending those free copies out uh, in the next, probably the next two to three weeks. But yeah, what I found was that in writing um, The Tao of Eating Pussy, there's just so many things that you need to understand about pussy eating that matter, right? Like in, And I I put together a um, short little thing at the end that I called the the Ten Commandments of the Clit,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: And, and they, they're very important things, you know, posture is priority, prescribe the minimum effective dose, winners don't wander, focus on feeling not hearing, give the pussy what it needs, build the wave, don't let it go out to sea, change for effect, not for novelty, don't be special, be consistent. The clit always comes first and never run out of gas. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's, that just sort of sets the framework for what we go into in the book. And it's, uh, yeah, it's 200 pages just all about about eating pussy.
0: 200 pages of
1: illustrated dude, too. So
0: dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, can you hang out for a little bit after the show? Oh, hundred percent. All right. Let me, uh, let me put you backstage then real quick. Let's see here. And then uh, I'll just, we'll wrap up and then uh, we'll close out and we'll chat. All right, guys. I hope you guys wrote all that stuff down and uh, definitely take the course. Uh, that's all I have for this episode. Definitely check out the course. Like I said, at the beginning, I highly recommend Eric's first book, Unleash Your Sexual Superpowers. It's it's a, it's a life-changing book, right? I don't say that about every book, but this one's one of those life-changing books. You can find that on Amazon. Uh, my man Thor is hosting Rule Zero tomorrow. <clears throat> we're going to be talking about why modern marriages fail on the panel. Tune into that at 1130 Eastern time. Uh, tune in Monday. My, my friend Ray, better known as Greybeard Actual, returns, and we're going to be talking about Frame on Monday. Other than that, I think all we got, is, we don't have any more Super Chats. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications if you haven't done so already. <clears throat> Thanks for everybody that sounded off in the, the live today. But if you guys are watching on the replay, drop a comment below. Any comment will do. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. The link for Eric's course is in the description as well. And I'm going to add uh, the coupon code, "Come On Man" 25 in there. So be sure to use that if you guys want to check out the course. Thanks for everybody that sent Super Chats today. Be sure to get on the email list, uh, Um, I just mailed out, I don't know, like 100 uh, <laughs> uh, envelopes of stickers. I send them internationally too, so don't worry about that. I got you covered with that. Uh, get on the Patreon. You can join for as little as $10, and there's even a free trial now. So check that out, patreon.com slash That's all we have. I will see you guys tomorrow on Rule Zero. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.